people, hello, good evening, good afternoon. This is Anime Double Play. I am Mary. Thomas is here too. I hope you had a wonderful week. We are excited to tell you about ours and excited to talk about this week in anime. Thomas, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I am, uh, had a good anime week. Gotta say, I was happy with, uh, the anime I consumed. That sounds weird, but I'm gonna go with it. Yum, yum, yum. Anime. Delicious. Kind of. Outside of anime, things are good. I've been running more, working out more. Pretty what happy with that. Stud. I did arms today. I did arms and legs today. So twice this week. Trying to like get back in the shape. So... That was good. I'm trying to think. I chilled a lot this weekend. I basically like laid around and did nothing. Work's been good. Restful. Yeah. Always good. I don't really have any complaints. Everything's pretty good. What about you? Um, I had an okay week. I had a commute into the city for work, so that was kind of a drag. And we got a lot of rain that day, like major, major flooding, so it took me a long time to get home. So that was Tuesday, and then Wednesday I was really tired, but then I slept really good last night, so I, like, became a human again today, so I had a good day today. Um, I started my online class, so that's something I'm doing now, but um, so far, two days in, I'm able to manage it. I'm almost halfway through my first class in two days, so once again, shows how busy I am at work. But um, I had a normal anime week. You had a better anime week than me. And I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, I got through a lot of stuff, actually. <sighs> what did I do? So I'll start out with the, the low point, which it, it, it's not like Uh-oh. a low, low point. But um, I watched Planet With. I have oh. like two episodes from being caught up. I didn't expect that to be a low point. It, I thought you were enjoying it. Uh, it's not that good. I don't yes, like it that much. I kind of knew it. When we watched the first two episodes, you were like, this is awesome. And I was like... I didn't say it was awesome. I said it was interesting. You were pumped for it. Yeah. I wanted it to be good. And, and I was kind of like, yeah. I wasn't feeling it. So, not that I'm happy you did not have a good time, but I feel validated in not liking it as much now that I know it is not great. Yeah, it just, like, didn't go in an interesting direction. It just basically followed the same path of every shonen and just didn't mix it up. And it's not like the characters were good enough where I was okay with that. Like, it just wasn't very interesting. I didn't really care about the side characters. They tried to, every episode, they tried to develop like another one of the galactic heroes, I guess they were called. Didn't really care too much about that. Now there's a time skip. But I also don't care too much about that. There's a time skip? Wow. Yeah. And I don't know. I just don't think it's that good. I'm two episodes from being caught up. I might finish it because I think I only have like three episodes left. You gotta. Yeah. If you're that close. Yeah. But not going to recommend it. Planet with. Weird title also. I don't understand why they named it that. But maybe it has a different Japanese name. I don't know. Um, no, pretty sure it's Planet With. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Then, okay, so I watched Planet With, and then I finished Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. <gasps> yes. It was funny. And? It was good. Yes. It's very funny. Yeah, they didn't, like, develop the story at all, which I was, like, half wanting, half didn't care. So I was cool with it just, like, being a comedy. I also love fireworks. Oh, yeah, that was a really funny ending. I was watching that with my friends in college, and we got to that part, and they it was like that um that meme where, like, the guy pretends to be a rapper, and then all his friends, like, scream and run around the room when he says nothing. That's what happened. Super hot fire. That's the meme, by the way. Um... I also like fireworks. Like, my whole dorm room exploded. My friends were like, what's going on? It was so funny. Yeah, but the the main girl, whatever her name is, Sakura, 
Chio. Yeah. Soccer Chio. Chio. My babe. She was just like, yeah, I kind of expected this. <laughs> she yeah. figured it out. I love her. Nothing surprises her anymore. It's so funny how she likes Nozaki-kun so much, and he's so unlikable. Yeah. Well, he's, he's just so unlikable. stupid. He's just kind of dense. I mean, I wouldn't fall in love with the dude. Yeah. He, well, you find out at the end why she falls in love with him. Oh, because he helped her get over the fence? Yeah. That's not a very good reason. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll give it seven hair ribbons out of ten. Oh, I gave it like an eight or a nine. Yeah, I'll give it seven I hair ribbons out of ten. I enjoyed it, but... My friends say that I'm Mikoshiba. Oh my god. He was funny. I love him. I love I love everyone and everything. Sarah didn't like it. I had Sarah watch it, and she was like, it wasn't that good. And then... Um, there was no strong female leads, so Sarah didn't like it. But also, it, um, the creators of... Nozaki-kun also... I gave it a nine. <laughs> Shit. Um, the creators of that also made um, Tata Never Falls in Love, the anime about the Luxembourgish girl last season. Yeah. And Sarah was in love with that show. What? She loved it. And I was like... What? It was okay. Nani? Yeah, so I, that was a surprise. But yeah, I freaking love Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Continue. Yeah. Okay, then, um, what else? Oh, yeah, I watched Barakamon. I didn't finish it yet, though. I'm like eight episodes Who recommended in. it to you? Uh, I think Mo did. No, you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Me. Mary said to watch it. I didn't know what else to watch. I was literally just flipping through VRB, and I was like, I don't know what to watch. And I just picked it. And it's good. It's funny. We'll see where the story goes. I kind of want this one to develop the story a bit. Just because I think there's a lot more it can do than like Monthly Girls and Zaki-kun. But if it ends up being a comedy, I'll be okay with it. Uh, there's there's definitely an end. Even though the manga's still going on or the manga might have just finished, there's definitely an end to this anime. Okay. So, I can tell you that. I mean, there's nothing really to spoil in Barakamon because there are like no stakes. <laughs> But it's a good show. Yeah, it's funny. And it's, I don't know, it's it's good. I have not really much to say about it. I'm also only, wait, is it 12 episodes or 24? Um, 12? 12 or 13? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm only a little halfway through it. A little over halfway through it, sorry. So I can't say too much yet, but so far so good. It's Yay. a nice. Wait one second. It is 12 episodes? I gave it a 7. Wow. Wow, Mary. Wow. Wow. I, hindsight's twenty twenty. I think I'm going to give it an 8. I liked it a lot. Mary's upping her grade. And it is 12 grade. episodes. I'm upping my grade. Because nostalgia is twenty twenty. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, is that it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, I don't think I did anything new. Oh, I watched the first episode of Hisome to Masotan Dragon Pilot. It's on uh, Netflix now. I watched the first episode. It's weird, but it's cute. It's about this girl who works in the military, and she gets chosen to be the pilot of this legendary craft. And the craft is a dragon in armor. But it's like... What? A slice-of-life comedy. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I watched the first episode of that. Um, I'm probably going to continue to watch it because it's in the English on Netflix, so I can watch it really easy while doing other things. But I'll keep you posted on that. It's cute. Okay. I wonder if I'll finish it. I'll give it the three-episode test, and I'll see if it's worth it. Sounds good. I like it. Yeah. 
Um, okay, but that's really it. And I'm really excited for Mirai to come out the end of November, um, the Mamoru Hosoda film. Yes. I just keep seeing ads for it, and I'm like, give me this movie. <laughs> just want to watch this movie. Yeah, I'm, I want to watch it too. Yeah. But we gotta wait another month, and it's only in theaters for three days. When so does it come out? Mad. A month? Uh, no, no, after Thanksgiving. Hmm. It comes out, I think, the 29th, yeah, the 29th, 30th, 1st, and 2nd. Good thing I have the 1st and 2nd free. I'll have to go. Where is it? Do you know where in Connecticut it's airing? Um, it's in Danbury, which is really far from you. We can do this offline. I'd have to check. Okay. It's about an hour from me, but it's probably going to be like two from you. The mo- the theater I'm seeing, we'll have to look. I, yeah, we'll have to look. Is it going to be going on on the weekend? Yeah, I think a Saturday and Sunday. Okay, So maybe good. we can meet somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, um... I want to start off our weeklies quickly with the finale of Homes of Kyoto. Why? And so, no, because you haven't talked I'm not about going, it once yet. I talk what is about this? it every week. Oh, really? The Homes of Kyoto, the mystery series about the people in Kyoto solving mysteries. Ah, uh, never heard of it. I talk about it every week. Hmm. But instead of talking about it, I'm going to read an excerpt from an article on Anime News Network. It is very short. Well, that certainly was a TV series based off on based off light novels of the same name. I really wish I had something more encouraging to say about Holmes of Kyoto, but after this lackluster finale, I'm very much afraid that it's a series that will slip quietly under the waves in the pool of mediocrity, there to languish unlamented. So yes, that certainly was a show. It had bits of mystery and romance, characters who kind of liked and disliked each other, and some nice scenes. As as an outline of a better story, it worked well enough, but not so well that I'm sorry to see it go. And that's how I feel. So, you don't love it, but you enjoyed watching it? Yeah. Okay. It just wasn't... I liked it, but it wasn't good. Okay. So now we can talk about something else that's a little more exciting. Ooh, I was wrong. Mirai is in theaters November 29th, December 5th, and December 8th. What? December weekends? No. What? One second. Um, I need weekends. November 29th is a Thursday. Ah. December 5th is a Wednesday. And December 8th is a Saturday. Okay. I'm going to be in Colorado December 8th. I think I have something that day, but... I'm going to have to see it on a weekday. Bummer. What the hell? What the fuck? I want to watch this movie. These bastards. Um, Who makes this shit up? Yeah. Um, There might be... Yeah, you don't have a lot of options. But we can, again, discuss it offline. Sounds Ooh, good. if I go to the Thursday um, showing, we might have to, you might have to find another host for the podcast that day. I'm going to prioritize seeing this film over the podcast. I'll say it's podcast work. Fine. Cool. Okay, let's talk about banana fish. Banana fish, banana fish, banana fish. What what happened in this episode? Oh, you're asking me. You're not going to say. Yeah, I'm asking you. Um, it's basically all set up for the big gang fight between Arthur and Ash Lynx. Um, yeah, that's what it is. It's all set up. Ash goes to this other gang to be like, stay out of my fight. And the gang's like, okay, but the gang is actually in cahoots with Arthur, so that's not awesome. And, um... Ash bought plane tickets to Japan, because he has all this money, remember? Ash bought plane tickets to Japan for Edgy and eBay, 
San, and um, Edgy doesn't know about it, and he leaves tomorrow. But Ash is like, I'm gonna make him hate me, so he wants to leave. And I'm like, this is such an anime. Oh, it's such an anime. Um, yeah, and then they have a Halloween party. <laughs> and that's the best part of the episode, because Ash is afraid of pumpkins, so Edgy fills the apartment with pumpkins, and Ash freaks out. Oh, yeah, that was really funny, actually. I love that part, yeah. Um, there was an episode that came out today, but we didn't watch it. Right. I, I don't have time to watch it the day that it no, happens. No, no commitment. No commitment to the pod. It comes out, like, seven hours before this. I have a life and things to do. Wow. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um... So yeah, that happened. Um, I like this show a lot. I'm very upset because they're going to change the opening soon. I love that opening. I think it's a great opening. Um, there's not really a lot to... Sorry, I'm eating a brownie. There's not really a lot to say about this episode. It was set up. But I'm interested enough where I don't mind the slow episodes because I know it's going to pick up and everyone's going to die. <laughs> Yay. Or they all live and... Edgy and um, the Lynx live happily ever after, having and, hot boy sex. And they use the Philosopher's Stone to bring back Shorter Wong. Ooh, and uh, Skippa. Skippa! That's our prediction. Take the Vegas odds on it. <laughs> DraftKings, that shit. Exactly. So the question is do we want to. I mean. Nothing really happened this week in anime. What happened? I mean, this was kind of a down episode. This is kind of just like no. the setup to the battle. Yes, but um, Attack on Titan was all backstory. And whoa, whoa, whoa! You forgot the my important hero part. My hero was all. My hero was off like setting up for the next thing too. This was just a week of setup, if you think about it. Hold on, Attack on Titan. Historia punched Levi. This was a very yeah, big deal. Was, well, it was a little jab. But she hit him. Yeah, and then he said thank you. And I was like, you love your kids. Levi loves his children. Levi is now the dad that Kenny kind of was to him. But who gives a shit about Kenny? No one. So what did you think of the backstory? Did you just not care? care. Because we knew this was coming from the opening. So we knew they were going to do this backstory. Were you just like, I don't care about this? Or you're like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. I mean, it was kind of cool. I was very happy that Kenny wasn't actually his father, was his uncle. I, I could just see him at the end being under that tree being like, I was your father, and then dying. So I was really happy that he wasn't because that would have been super cliche. Um, I just don't care. I mean, it was interesting, I guess. I really don't get the whole Ackerman thing. But um, I thought the relationship between him and Uri was cool, I guess. Um, but I didn't really feel bad for him. I don't know. I didn't know him enough to sympathize with him. Wait, Uri? No, um, Kenny. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah, that was a bit of a jump. My, my issue here with it... I thought it was interesting. I like Levi, so I don't mind getting more backstory on him and developing him a bit. Um, but they basically do this backstory at a at literally the point where Kenny becomes insignificant. So it's not like we know this stuff and then we have all the Kenny stuff, so we're like more invested in what happens. They like introduce Kenny. We know he's somehow related to Levi. And then... Kenny's about to die, and then we learn all this stuff about him, and then Kenny dies. So now we know all this stuff, and there's no point. Like, he's gone from the show. Thomas, what happens when you die? Right before you die? Oh, the flashback? No, don't go Your life flashes before your eyes, and Uh, that's what we were going through with Kenny. Oh, God. I think it can kind of thematically make sense if you look at it like that. Like, Kenny is about to die, bleeding out, burned to death, and his life flashes before his eyes and we see it. Yeah, 
But that's not what they're, like, implying. They're implying that they're, like, showing us his past. Like, he's having a conversation with Levi. Like, I don't know. It's I get it thematically, but not if you want to, like, have people invested in the characters in your story. Like, you even said before, it's like, and we got the backstory of Kenny, who nobody cares about. No one cares about him because no one knows anything about him until he literally dies. Know if I would have cared about Kenny if I got this backstory sooner. All right, maybe you wouldn't have, but maybe other people would have. But I don't know. That's fair. Yeah, I again, I enjoyed the backstory because I like Levi. But at the end of the day, like, I'm kind of indifferent about it. Yeah. I mean, Historia's queen, though. They freaking crown her. thought that was fast. I didn't expect that to happen so fast. So I was like, wow! Um, Oh, yeah, that was a quick turnaround. Oh, and then the end of the episode was the best freaking part. We've got, um... Steiner and Berthold and Eren's dad, question mark? Eren's dad? Well, the the guy on the Beast Titan kind of looks like Aaron's dad. I said that at the end of last season. You said, no, Aaron's dad is dead. But now I think it's Aaron's dad. Me too. I think it is. I was talking with friends about it at dinner last night, and they were like, no. 100% no. It's not Aaron's dad. And I was like, I really think it's Aaron's dad. It looks a lot like him. We've seen everything about him but his eyes. And his hair is blonde now. Yeah, and they, that's what they said. They were like, Aaron's dad has brown hair. I'm like, well, he's old now. Maybe it's gray. Like, it looks like Grisha, but we saw Grisha get ripped apart by Aaron five years ago. Who's Grisha? That's Aaron's dad's name. I should have known. Oh, what? You don't know names. Yeah, no, I have no idea. We've been calling him Aaron's Grisha. dad this whole time. You can't just well, change they named, it. Well, they named him two episodes ago. Grisha. Yeah. Grisha. Grisha. But, yeah, I don't know. If it's some random character who we don't know, I don't know why they've been so secretive about him. Like, we don't know who he is, so you can show his face, because we don't know who he is. I think with a season like this, we better get season four of Attack on Titan fast. Oh, yeah. How much do we have left of this? Um, what episode were we on? I don't know. It came out this summer, right? So we yeah, should have another season. It's 24 episodes, right? No, it's not. Um, no, you're wrong. Let me see. What? Shingeki no Kyojin. You don't even know. How do you know I'm wrong? Um, I think you're wrong. Yeah, no, no one knows how many episodes it's going to be. Imagine, though. That'd be sick. Let me see. Attack on Titan, season three. Um, it might say it on Wiki. Because it's not on Mal. It doesn't say how many episodes it's going to be. Um, I don't know. It never really came out. I just kind of assumed it was going to be 12. Do you think it's going to be 24? Did you hear news that it's going to be 24? Uh, I feel like I, I thought that for a while. I mean, I obviously don't know 100% or I would be more adamant about this. But I thought it was going to be. I thought that's what I heard. But I've been wrong before. Oh! Oh! You're right! Wait! I don't know how true this is. I don't trust this source. Um, recently, Yonko Production, who the fuck are they, broke the news Wait, 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 Yonko Productions. Yeah, they're, yep, they're legit. They're legit. Attack on Titan Season 3 will run for 24 episodes. Yeah, they're legit Yonko Productions. Wow. I expected it to end, like, next week. Yonko Productions breaks all the anime news on Twitter. I've never heard of them. Yeah, people link to them a lot on r slash anime. We're going to follow them. Yeah, good call. Ooh, their banner picture is Promise Neverland. I approve. Ooh, hot, spicy. Oh, yeah, that 12-year-old girl, Thomas. Hot, spicy. Good for you. I mean, the show is not Emma. <laughs> I ain't no perv. Um, that's great. 
That's great. That's so great. Oh, sorry. I didn't expect it to be that long. Cool. I'm going to look forward to it. It's a really good fall, like, cold weather, winter anime. So I like it. What? Wait. It's good in the winter? To I watch know, Attack on Titan? Like, because it's kind of, like, dark, and they're all in pants and long sleeves. I don't know. All right, we're going on to My Hero Academia. Mary's <laughs> too drunk for the podcast. I'm going to eat another brownie. <laughs> Mary's eating pop you brownies. Start. Yeah, that's it. They're so, not, guys. That was a joke. They're not. They're not. They're normal brownies. My mom made them. <laughs> Good disclaimer, Mary. <laughs> They're not. All right, quickly, My Hero Academia. So... We met the big three. They talk about these, like, super internships that they didn't really explain. And that's about it. So stupid. I don't get it. What is it? Um, they go into it. This is, this whole season was kind of crap. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the beginning with, um, the villain guy? Oh, that was super weird. Twice? Mm-hmm. He basically has an alter ego because he went insane and he can just make copies of anything. Yeah. So I he have doesn't no know idea. And we saw the, the, the beaky guys, all the guys that had the beaks. But they're separate. They're not in the League of Villains. Or maybe they will be yeah. now. Maybe Twice recruits them. I won't say anything. And they made it seem like Twice was going to go walk up to them. But it was... Interesting, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like that twice thing, I don't remember from the manga, but I, it could be in there and I just forgot, but I I didn't know who that guy was and then he put on the mask and I was like, oh, he's a villain. It's that guy. And like, Shigaraki Tomura is in his head. Like, sending him voices? I don't really know. Wait, actually? Yeah, remember? No, you wait, don't. no, he's insane. That's why there are voices in his head. But the voice was Shigaraki Tomura. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize this. I just thought he was insane. Uh. Are you sure? I'm a positive. I would have to go back and check that. That's okay. Yeah, I don't think that's a major factor, but it was interesting, I guess. And then the rest of the episode was kind of whatever, I thought. But yeah, now we have the too. big three. Oh, man, the big three. Love them. It's so shonen. You know, to have, like... A big three. It's so shonen jump to have a big three. Yeah. they Shonen jump literally had a big three for the longest time. And I was like, here are these three students that are top in their third year, also known as the big three. I was like, what? No one has like nicknames like this. Like this isn't how it works, but apparently it does in all these anime. Yeah. I promise they're good characters though. Hello? Yeah. No, I I hear you. Yeah. Like I know what happens. So I'm excited. And I like the blonde guy a lot. I really like him. So it's good. Mary really likes him. The next season, the next, like, I don't know, will they be able to fit in the season? The pacing this season was so bad, I don't know. But the next season's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. But this season, I was on Anime News Network because that's all I do in my spare time. And they had the best and worst of the season and one picked the worst of the season to be My Hero Academia. She I mean, said this... just, in, just in comparison to previous seasons, it was such a letdown. And I was like, whoa. I guess. I mean, I don't know if it's such a letdown. It's not as good, but... Yeah, I'm not hating it, but I can see the downgrade. Yeah, but, I mean, you kind of have to go down a little bit to come back up, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, totally off this anime or anything like that. 
Oh, yeah, no, I still, I mean, I'm reading the manga. I obviously like it a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. But, yeah. Have we exhausted our My Hero Academia conversation? Um, one thing, they expanded the um, the viewing of the My Hero Academia movie to October 2nd. Oh, that's cool. Sorry, I'm, I'm really on, really big on movies today. That's fine. Movies are good. Maybe I'll watch a movie tonight. Speaking of movies, actual, um, actual transition. Let's talk about Solanine, because I saw the movie of that. Dun dun dun. Did you watch the anime of it, or watch the read the manga? Blah. Yeah, I read the manga in high school, and then I reread it last week when you were supposed to read it, and then didn't. I read it. I just didn't finish in time. Yeah. So, but, um, how do we yeah, want to have this Solanine discussion? Okay, so I want to thank everyone for submitting their comments and their questions. No one did. <laughs> wow, harsh. <laughs> Mary, yeah, being a savage. We got, we got no one. But people read it. I think they just forgot. I, I mean, I didn't even today. realize people were supposed to do that, so... Yeah, we talked about it on the last one. We were like, everyone read it, and then, like, send us stuff you want to talk about, and we can have, like, this group discussion thing. But it's okay. Some people read it, and that's good enough. We're so going to discuss it anyway. Yeah. So, um, how do you want to discuss it? Well, let me talk about my background of it, and then you can go into what you thought. Because, um, I think my... How I'm connected to this piece is pretty cool. Okay. I, I can live okay. with that. Sure. So um, back in like, I don't know, 2010, my sister and I were, uh, we were super pumped because we love the band Asian Kung Fu Generation. And we downloaded their greatest hits and we were listening to their greatest hits. And I mean, Asian Kung Fu Generation did like a lot of major mid-2000s anime openings, so we really like them. And I know a lot of their, like, not-anime songs, too, because we're just generally fans. So we downloaded their greatest hits, and we were listening to it, and we were listening to this song called Solanine. And Sarah was like... Sarah's my sister. I was like, that's a good song! And I was like, yeah, we, like, looked up the lyrics, and we were like, cool. And while we were Googling the lyrics to Solanine, we found, like this mine of all this information we were like what the hell is this and my sister was looking into it i i don't know what i was doing and she's like mary solanine's a movie like they wrote this song for a movie and i was like oh shit cool so we watched the movie and wow that's some heavy stuff when you're just like watching a movie for an asian kung fu generation song and you just kind of walk into this content we were like wow that was really good. And Sarah, once again, continues looking up the movie. She's like, this movie was based off a manga. We're like, no way. So then we bought the manga. Well, we read the manga online, and we had, like, this big discussion about it one night. It was crazy. And then a couple years ago, I got her the manga for Christmas. So um, it all started with a song. And then it went downhill, downhill or uphill, however you see it from there. So, um... I have a big nostalgia factor with Solanine, and I also think it's um, just a really good piece of work. Hmm. That's fair. I think with it, I understand why people like it, but I didn't really like it that much. Um, so how many pages? It's like 24, not pages, sorry. It's 24 chapters. 28. Probably 28, sorry. 28, 24, 26? Something like that. So I probably got like... Mm. Probably about halfway through. Basically before the big game changer. Are we... Are Is this yeah. going to be spoiler friendly or not spoiler friendly? Um, I think we warned them last... Okay, guys. Um, spoilers for Solanine. If you didn't read it... Sorry? Yeah, spoiler okay, alert on Solanine. So, basically when Takeda kills himself, that was the point I stopped liking it. Okay. Here's the thing, though. I was talking to my friend 
who read it last night. And I was like, do you think Taneda killed himself? And he said, absolutely not. Like, without a doubt, it was a freak accident. Wait, it seemed what like so you, obvious that he killed himself. You think, what makes you think that? He starts crying and closes his eyes and immediately crashes and dies. I don't know. I don't really have an opinion. Um, this is one of the things Sarah and I found really interesting about watching the live-action movie first and then reading the manga. In the movie, it's a little... It's definitely in the gray. Like, he's crying, he's on his bike, he's talking about going home and seeing her and, like, all this stuff. Is he really happy? What is life? And the crash just kind of happens. But, um... When, my, when Sarah was reading the manga, she was like, whoa, yeah, he killed himself. He totally killed himself. And I just don't know. I still don't know. I don't know if it's because I like the movie better, so I treat that as the canon when it isn't, or if I just don't want to think that he killed himself. But it's just like, that's just a really hard spot, you know? It's sad. It's definitely sad. I'm surprised that, like that's the point where you started not liking it. Like, that's the point where the, the the story really moves, you know? Yeah, so let's say it was even an accident. I don't really think that changes my opinion much either. Basically, I was... This is, like, me in real time. I'm reading it. He, like, gets on his bike to go back, and I literally go, what, is he going to kill himself or something now? And then, like, next page, he kills, him at, kills himself or accidentally dies, runs his bike into a, a truck. And I'm just like, oh shit, what? Why? This is so stupid. And the reason I think it's stupid is because they literally like, and like, they kind of like, you kind of know something like this is going to happen. But they basically spend like the whole chapter before, like him talking to, uh, what's the girl's name? Um, Mako. Mako, and he's like, hey, I had, like, some issues, but I'm getting over it. I think I can be better now. I think I'm good. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, great. Come home. He's like, yeah. I'm gonna come home. I'm gonna stop being a burnout. And instead, he just dies. And then everyone after is just, like, upset. And... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't see the point. Um, like, it would have been uh. interesting to see where the story would have gone with him alive. But then he dies. Everyone's upset, obviously, because their friend Thomas, died. And this isn't that's it. a. This isn't like a big story. This is supposed to be like an average, common human story, and not. All human stories have like big major endings. Like it doesn't died. need a big major ending, but nothing really happens, right? He just kind of dies. Well, it's about and then they're upset, and then they over... play music, and they feel better. And that's kind of it. Ugh. Also, these are all like. Let's talk about how the the four main characters, right? So we have Mako. Um, Billy, we have the fat guy, and we have Tanada. They all went to college. Yeah. They all were like, did this band thing. None of them really got good jobs after. They're kind of just like bum college kids and who want to like sit around and play instruments all the time, which nothing's wrong with that. But you're not I like... I wouldn't say that they're bums. They're just not happy with where they are. And they're just like, they're 23, living on their own in Tokyo. They're confused. They have these responsibilities they don't know how to deal with. So they freak out and bail. And you see the um, the consequences of them bailing on their responsibilities. And it's about them trying to come to terms 
with adult happiness and if it's really happiness and what is the meaning of life if you're just a cog in this machine how do you find that meaning in your life if you just have to go to work every day and do the grind and be upset about that and one of the ways that they find this happiness is through music and then um Mako discovers that um through Taneda's song that she would have not even considered if he didn't pass away. And it's like, she's walking through a door that she never wanted to walk through because she would 100% rather Taneda be alive than walk through this door and make this real, this grand realization about life. But she does it anyway. And it's what just grand kind realization of does she have about life? That, like, it sucks. But you still have to keep going and that you have to find the little things that make you happy in the grand scheme of things. Like not everything's going to be going your way. If everything's not 100% great, you can't just be like, well, this sucks and have no life. You need to find the little things and grab onto them. And like Solanine is that thing. And getting that new job and meeting that other guy at the job is that other thing. And having her friends that she goes out to drink with is that thing. And those are the little things. See, that but this is so the big thing. But this is, is so like life. paradoxical of what you said earlier that this is just like a small story and about like humans and realistic. And then now you have like this yeah. long spiel about life and all this crap. Like, yeah, well, which Thomas, is it? Is it like a simple story about how humans like cope or is there this whole great message? Like it can't be, it can't Thomas, be both. Thomas, it's a simple, yes, it can. Oh no, my God. No, it can't be. I told you I would, I told it you I wouldn't be get insane. riled up today. Yeah, it can't Thomas, be everything. It is, a, it is a simple story with a great moral because it is a human story that every single person goes through. Hope, at least at some point, unless they have a perfect life, which is great for them. But there are so many people that go through this, which is why it's not this great big story about like superheroes or titans and shit. It's oh, just like on. a Sorry. casual. What? You okay? Yeah, yeah. I, my roommate had a question. Wow. Sorry. Okay. He came in. Um. God, where was I? It's it's a story about the human condition. See, it's I don't think this story is that deep. I like I think you're pulling at strings with it. Like I'm just like it's a bunch of burnout kids who don't want to work and want to sit around and play music all the time. And I mean, she just like quits her job, which is nothing wrong. Like I quit my job without another job lined up. Like you can do that. But, like, the one dude works part-time. Tanita works part-time. She doesn't have a job. The other dude works in a convenience store. And the other dude doesn't have a, has, like, some other crappy job. And they just, like, hate their lives. And they, they just want to sit around and play music. And they want to, like, try to make it in music so they make one album and send it to people and then stop. Like, there's no... There's no drive. There's no desire for them to do anything with their lives from any of them. And they make it seem like they're all these like these like sad people that like the world is pitted against them and they now Tanit is dead because he killed himself potentially, which wouldn't even make sense after he comes to terms with everything, kills himself, wouldn't make sense. Or he dies in this freak accident and then they're all just sad about it. Like, I don't really think this story has, like, this, like, grand, like, like, you're explaining all this stuff, but I feel like I don't really get that from this story. Like, this whole idea of coming to terms with reality and all this stuff. Like, I don't agree with that life view, I guess, and I also don't think this story is really perpetuating that. Like, I don't get that from that. I get, wow, the, like, it's more of, like, a coping story, and she, like, finds this music to, like, kind of cope. That's kind of where, like, I'm at with it. I don't really think this teaches me anything about life and how life sucks. Because life sucks if you want to have life suck. I don't like stories that are, like, this essentially saying life is shit, but you have to try to deal with it the best you can. Well, not everyone's life is shit, and you can do things to not make your life shit. 
And I think preaching that life is bad and you can't do anything about it is a really shitty way to live your life. Well, or it's a very bad way some, to like view life. They're doing something about it in Solanine. They they're do at finding, the end. They're find they're discovering their passions. They're finding the things that they enjoy, and it's Are about they? getting there. Are yeah, they? Billy they, still works in a convenience store. Well, the other dude father, gets a job that he hates. It's his father's convenience store, so it's like a family business thing. Yeah, but he's not like in love with it, and the other fat dude isn't getting a. He neither of them found something they love. We don't even know what Mako does. Um, in the movie, she works at a flower shop. She does that too, but she literally does that and it's like, oh yeah, I'm not sure I'll stay long. That's what she says in the manga. Well, this so is why like, I don't think this story is that deep. I'm I just don't doing, think it is. I'm doing something right now for a job that I don't love or really like that much. You were doing something that you didn't like that much. So what did... Thomas, this story... You had a job, didn't like it, and quit it with nothing lined up. Yeah, and I went this out is... and got a job. Yeah, that I like. so did they. Eventually. No, they didn't. They just took more time off. No, yeah, they Mako didn't. Mako doesn't even like the job. The fact yeah, you got so, a job, he doesn't like the job. It. The other dude works in his um, mom's the bass player. Store. The bass player was still in school. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot. It took him six years to graduate undergrad, where it usually takes people three. I forgot about that. Totally yeah. not a burnout kid. Thank you. I'm bummed, Thomas. I feel, I mean, a lot of people like this, and you're just, I feel like you just missed it. No, I mean, I just don't think it's as deep as people think. I just think the story's a lot more basic. Like, I, like, as soon as Tana had killed himself, I was like, okay, great, like, or died or whatever. I was like, wow, this is, like, so stupid. Like, why? What is the point now? Like, now there's no progression. Now it's just tragedy. Oh, he, like, got in a car accident. Big deal. Now we are... Now everyone's upset. They also... This story's pretty short. So all my other complaints about it is that the story is not long enough to really develop everyone. And I think the story really tries to do that, and they mm-hmm. shouldn't. Because you see, like, there's so so many times they have these internal monologues, right? We see internal monologues of the bassist player. We see internal monologues of, uh, what do you call it, the uh, Billy. We have internal monologues of the other girl who's dating the bass player for some reason. We see their, all three of their internal monologues, like, multiple times, like, their thought process... And I don't know why. Like, what is the point? Like, we don't spend any really time developing those characters outside of, like, one chapter a piece. Where really you can put, like, a lot more time into developing Tanada and Mako because they're the main characters. I would have liked to see that a lot more. Did you, um, read the lyrics to Solanine? Uh, yes. I don't remember, though. I, I like the song. I know, but the lyrics, like, did you read the translated lyrics? There yeah, the I don't remember. I, I, re- I read them, like, two days ago. I don't remember. Okay. It's a good song. I don't think, um, I don't think this is horrible, kind of The lyrics kind of mirror the manga a bit. Um, yeah, it does. Do, do you know what Solanine is? What the word means? Yeah. No. So Solanine, I kind of like this sort of thing. Solanine is a, um, it's kind of, it's not like a disease, but it's, um, Solanine is a compound found in potatoes when they go bad and they start to sprout like these roots if you pick a potato. Um, and in the song Solanine, uh, Taneda sings about like, trying to um, hold on to something good even if it starts to sprout nasty roots. And he's inspired to write Solanine because Mako's mother sends them boxes of potatoes from the farm. So that's kind of just some insight into the song. I mean, I like the song, and I don't hate this manga. I just didn't like it that much. And one thing, really cool scene was when Mako starts playing the guitar and they have like that shot of her 
and like the shot of Tanida, that was probably like the coolest part in the manga. Yeah, they put their amp settings the same. Yeah, well, she just kept his amp settings because they were set to his. Right. And but they show I like don't think so. the shot of her with the guitar, like just her, and then they show um, Tanida, like mm-hmm. basically doing the same pose, and that was definitely the coolest part of the show. Or the manga, sorry. Hands down. I the just the drawings think, were really good. I just don't think they're deadbeat kids. I think they're young and confused, and they're trying to figure it out. I think they're not just, like, lazy assholes. I think they have goal. Well, they don't know their goals, but they have, like, a life image that they want to achieve, and they just have to, like, figure out how to get there, and that's why they're so down in the dumps. Like... Kids come out of college and instantly become, like, super depressed and sad all the time because the reality of coming out and having to work and losing that freedom and being... But then again, you think I'm just sprouting crap and that it's not a deep story, so I don't even know what to say. I mean, you can have your opinion. There's nothing wrong with thinking it. I just don't have to agree. Yeah. I just don't... I I don't know. I just don't think it's, like... I think you can make anything deep. If you kind of like. But I'm not like, I'm not, I, I don't feel like I'm digging for this. Like I watched this movie when I was 15 and not very wise. And I still got this out of it. Like, not that it's like on the nose, but I feel like it's not like a dive to find meaning in this manga. No, I mean, I think it definitely has meaning, but I don't view it as like this, like great like piece that kind of talks about life on a really deep level. Like, I think it's just more like about like coping and like how we deal with like freak accidents and things like that. And how like people are affected in different ways by these things. And, um, maybe like some good or ways that we find ourselves from these things. I don't really think it speaks much towards like on a societal level like finding a job that you like because none of them find jobs that they like right they all yeah, but still a lot like of people a lot of people don't find jobs that they like a yeah. lot of people aren't happy in their jobs that yeah but that's kind of that i don't think it's speaking to that i think it just is that like i don't see anything special about that like a lot of people work jobs they don't like and they do in this show kind of it for me okay that's fair i guess yeah that's a i mean like it was pretty good and then when tana died i just thought it was like was really stupid i was like why why did they kill him like now now what i don't know i didn't i didn't enjoy the plot twist i just thought it was really dumb i didn't think it fit where the story was going it seemed like very wow factory I, like, finished that. I was just like, ugh. Like, it, I just had, like, it a bad taste in my mouth. Wow Factory. Yeah, like, they did it just to... Wow. ...be different. I don't know. I, I just didn't really like it that much. And I'm all for deep shows. I mean, my favorite show is Anohana. And Anohana is, like, all about, like, that kind of stuff, right? So I'm not just, like against show, shows or manga like this or anything, but I just thought the story was, like, kind of whatever. Didn't love the characters. Drawings were okay. Shot of Tanada playing guitar was cool. The guitar scenes were cool. The song is good. Yeah, the song is like good. Um, I guess just one, one more thing that I thought was cool. Um... It's actually 29 chapters. When I originally read it, it was 28 chapters, and then they had that, like, epilogue cap at the end. And that wasn't there when I read it, and it's not in the bound book that I gave Sarah for Christmas, so I just looked it up. That chapter came out in October 2017, 11 years after the manga's original publication. So, and that chapter takes place 10 years after the events of Solanine, 
And it, like, literally came out ten years after the manga. So I just thought that was kind of cool. Hmm. That's interesting. But, yeah, I hold... I have more... I get more from this than you, and that's okay. Um, I think the general consensus is that people get a lot from it, but it's still okay that you don't. Um... Let's see. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the... I know that's not the uh, the political climate nowadays, but I think it's great when like people do have very different opinions and can discuss it. Like, I think that's what kind of makes discussion interesting. Like, if yeah, you just, no. like, both sides are like, this is amazing. I mean, that's a lot and less interesting than, like, me really not thinking it's that good and you thinking it's amazing. I feel like that's, like, a much better conversation. Yeah, um, we agree too much anyway, but, um, I don't know, I've just, like, this manga's been in my life for a long time, and I, I'm, I'm bummed that you don't get the same thing from it as me. But that's okay. It's all okay. I mean, you don't Um, read One Piece, so you're basically not living. So it's, like, the same thing. Inio Asano, I'm just gonna ignore that, (laughs) Inio Asano is a really, really, um, prolific mangaka. He has a lot of really creepy, dark, but good works. Um, he's really known for Solanine and Goodnight Poon Poon. Goodnight Poon Poon is apparently, like, really, really fucking good and crazy. But um, every time I get, like, five chapters in and then I stop because something happens. The main character... It's, like, about a guy and his life or whatever in school. But the main character is personified as a cartoon bird. And all the people around him are real people. What? It's very weird, yeah. So I tried um, Solanine, Goodnight Poon Poon, and I read a bit of A Girl on the Shore, but it was a little too sexual for me, because they were, like, 16, and they, like, he, like, shows the vajee and the, the other thing and stuff, and I was, like, I, I was, like, I was like a senior in college too. I wasn't like young, but I was like, I don't really feel like reading this, so I didn't. But um, hey. he's a really, really well-known manga author. So um, maybe you could try Goodnight Poon Poon or something. Perhaps. But I do want to hop back into uh, some Doctor Stone when I get a chance. Oh, yeah, I, I want to keep going with that. Um, I haven't really picked up any... I tried reading Okasama Star. It's a BL thing. I didn't like the drawings. They were a little too sketchy for me. Like, literally sketchy. So I didn't read it. Um, oh, I mean, the, la- the last manga that I really read through, I read all of Chihaya Fudu, and I'm caught up. And um, I'm caught up in Promised Neverland yet again. That's freaking insane. I'm like two um, or three chapters back. It's progressed a lot too. Oh, yeah. You should catch up. Yeah, they've had a lot of stuff happen. <laughs> a lot's going on right now. Um. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention before I caught up in um, review Starlight, and the finale is on Saturday. So I just I caught up with one episode to go. <laughs> hey. Not loving it. But it's not bad. We'll see how it ends. We shall see. Yeah. But yeah, I think if that's all we have, then that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think so. This was fun. Yeah. Um, guys, I know there are people that's read Solanine, but we can continue the um, conversation on Twitter. If there's anything that you think we left out or something, you want to come back at one of our statements, like... Please feel free to contact us, email animedoubleplay at gmail.com or at animedoubleplay on Twitter. We'd love to keep the machine rolling. I 100% agree with that. So thank you, everyone, for listening to the best, the greatest, (laughs) the most anime, anime podcast. The most anime (laughs) On Anime Double Play. This is episode 74. 74? 74. 
74 of Animated Double Play. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye.